Hello and welcome to D&D 101. This is a show where we explain Dungeons & Dragons to those with various experience and de- degrees of experience of Dungeons & Dragons. Wow. Started this I don't one, have a degree I? in Dungeons & Dragons. So. <laughs> I do, luckily. <laughs> and it is I, Niall, the... Doctor, Doctor D and D. What was going out your mouth then? <laughs> was it? Oh, the puppet master. The puppet master. I am Doctor D and D. I am a patient D and D. My name is Jordan. <laughs> Very good. I have an ailment that needs to be uh, rectified, which can only be cured by Dungeons and Dragons law. <laughs> yes. I'm Connie. Um. Uh, yep. You I don't am. have to continue with the riff. It's totally fine. <laughs> it was a weird riff. It was <laughs> yeah. a weird riff. I had no idea how to jump on that. <laughs> it's all right. So weird. It was It was a very weird riff. Um, I wish you'd just gone like, hi, I'm Connie. I've got syphilis. <laughs> God. Oh, no. All right. Excellent. Well, yeah, as I said before, um, we we have various degrees of D&D expertise in this room, and I'm here. I'm probably like second best now, aren't I? Because I've got a few weeks on, Connie. Do you remember anything, mate? No. Can we play yet? <laughs> I've, no. I, I have technically played. Oh, shit. And I've had to make a character and everything. See, I've played one time, but it was it was such a joke that I don't really know what happened. <laughs> Fair. There you go. I remember the character sheet. Yes. Making that. That's always fun. It's like oh, Sims. Fuck it out. So it's like building Connie, the Sims Connie and building a house. Than I do. <laughs> Christ. I'll just, mate. I'll just sit my Fanta and shut the fuck up, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're continuing with our character races this episode. Uh, we've got so many more character races to go. You don't even know. You have no. Are we ideas. ever going to get? Am I? Am yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I'm in purgatory. Yeah, you are. You have to just constantly listen <laughs> like, to some nerd talk got... about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> like I just want to play, <laughs> and you never will. Uh... <laughs> it's like this is like what hell is? You just sat there like with people telling you. This about is the template of the nine hells that they understand. Yeah. Uh, so. Goes on and on and on. And on. Um, so, what are we did today, Niall? Dragonborn, one Ooh. of my favorite. Is it anything like Skyrim? No. Oh shit. So <laughs> yeah, all right. No, but let's go with that. So, Dragonborn. I'm just going to say it at the top. It's one of my favorite player races. Why you say this every time? No. All right. So look, I. All right. Big I'm going to. Cano- I'm going to. Yeah. You big nerd. <laughs> I'm going to canonically tell you now my favorite player, like the ones that I play the most. Nice, nice word mm-hmm. there, by the way. What? Canonically? Yeah. Oh, okay, thank you. You just sounded so sarcastically. I was like, <laughs> what? That was been, yeah. It's been genuine. So, yeah. Well, well used. Nice, nice use you. of your vocabulary. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all for <laughs> being so <laughs> kind yes. and interpreting. Right, pass the cigar. I don't My favorite player races to play that I play the most are probably Asima, Dragonborn. Asthma. Yes, Asthma. Dragon I, I thought ASMR. Oh, yeah. Yeah, ASMR, As Dragonborn, humans, and tieflings. And robots. I play a lot of robots. Oh, that's quite a long list. No, it's five. You should see how many there actually are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm not going to tell you because then you won't come back every week. <laughs> yeah, there's only five more. There's only five more. <laughs> oh. So... What do you think? I think Dragon you should throw us in the deep end, though, at some point. I am going to. Okay. Once you've learned everything. Because it'll be funny to watch me not know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I, all right. 
I 100% know you too well. We're going to do this whole series, right? And we're going to do everything. We're going to go through every single thing before you play a single moment of D&D. And then you know what's going to happen? You're going to have forgotten it all. Yeah, well, exactly. That's why You're I feel like halfway through there should be... You're to in like three days. Yeah. Just to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to listen to my voice for that long. But you've got a lovely voice. Well, thank you. Do you see how I just lowered it there just to make sure? Yeah, just so <laughs> everybody <laughs> knew that it was... Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, I have a lovely voice. Uh, I anyway, just, I just think you should chuck us in the middle. I think, see what happens. I think as part of the entertainment, you I'm just chuck it out there. Yeah, you really want to play. DM. D- you really want to play D and D, don't you? Yes. And guess what? You're not gonna. Uh, so I could find new friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I didn't even. I didn't even like imagine that for yeah, a second. Fine. The snigger says it all. I'm a loner. Well, what can I do? A lone wolf. <laughs> no, that's way too cool. <laughs> yeah, a lone badger. <laughs> A lonely badger. A lonely badger <laughs> that can't quite get the courage to cross the busy motorway. You're not an otter. You don't get to hold hands no, while exactly. you're sleeping. Or I'm a lonely otter, which would be even worse. <laughs> and at drama school, that was my animal, actually. An otter. Yeah. I was an otter. Did you have a lucky pebble? I didn't, should I? Otters have lucky pebbles. Oh, that shit, they keep I didn't do my couches. research, clearly. Maybe we should turn this into an otter podcast. Lucky pebble in my coat. So hey. I'm the otter. <laughs> cool. I actually do have an otter with me today. <laughs> yeah, I brought an otter today. I've always seen myself as a dog, loyal, stupid, <laughs> very friendly. I mean, I, you know, maybe the stupid bit. <laughs> anyway, what do you think Dragonborns are? I think I'm probably really wrong. My brain is thinking that I remember they're half dragon half people cool i don't know if that's correct but that's this is what you think yeah so far yeah any any more any any i i'm just desperately trying to remember the incredible maybe anything you've heard about dragon people called dragon board on skyrim oh yeah oh that's that's all i remember yeah if you ever try singing that with the lyrics it's very difficult it's not in english (laughs) that'll be why But it's very easy for somebody who's Scandinavian. <laughs> that's what that's what I know. It's like if I think of Dragonborn, I think of Skyrim and the how like it's like a I don't know dragon race connected to dragons. And mm. Maybe the dragons don't try and dragon. kill them as often. Okay, they have a connection to the dragon species in some f- sense. So I guess and maybe, they can like breathe their weapon. Yeah, so they can tap into the dragon power. Yeah, cool. I've played Skyrim. Here's me trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about. That's fine. Uh, okay. Don't tell me he's got nothing to do with dragons. No, it actually does. Okay. I mean, it'd be fucking weird. Can you imagine? <laughs> Dragonborn. No nothing dragons to do with dragons. Yeah, at all. They were just born underneath the dragon. No. <laughs> Don't bring back this from the other episode <laughs> about them being from a dragon's gooch or <laughs> under their foot. That's episode That's episode four for you guys. If you, if you The halfling episode. <laughs> The cursed halfling episode uh, where we talk about gooches and feet. I would be a good name for a character, though. Gooches and feet. Hey, no, just gooch. <laughs> gooch. Hey, man, I'm gooch. So grim. <laughs> oh, uh, He's going to turn up eventually when we actually are yeah. allowed to play. What's his last just, name? Like, gooch McGee. Gooch McGee. Gooch McGee. <laughs> halfling Gooch McGee. <laughs> hey, my name's Gooch McGee. It's nice to, nice to meet you. That's how he talks. He's been smoking for 90 years. So you come to find Gooch McGee? What can I do for you? <laughs> Gooch McGee. He says his it's own name. He only refers to himself in third person. Yeah. Oh, Gooch McGee likes. All right. It's like the hippo in Madagascar 2. Oh, uh, Moto. Moto, Moto. Moto, Moto like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hanks. Great character. I like them big. <laughs> I like them chunky. <laughs> I like them round. Gooch McGee likes them. Plumpy. I love oh, the idea the that someone's listening plumpy. to this on loud and then someone walked in at that moment. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> oh, it's just a D&D podcast. Just a D&D podcast, I promise. <laughs> and it's like, I like him chunky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dragonborn. Yeah. So, yeah, back on track. Uh, interestingly enough, I guess this is actually kind of one of the, the few where I have to actually talk about the sort of time before time. Oh. So, in the main Forgotten Realms universe, the world is called Toril, and that's the main planet. However, back during a time called the Dawn War, it was called something else. The planet itself was called Abir Torel. And Abir. Abir Torel. And the Dawn War was essentially a war between the gods and beings called the Primordials. The difference being that the gods need worship to gain their power and have portfolios over like life and farming or fertility and or death and war. Did you get that? Yeah, I just love the use of the word portfolio as if they're just coming into a job interview. Like, here's my previous work. <laughs> yeah, they're literally um, like, so you, so you can see, I've, I've done a lot of war, so I think I'd be quite good at being the god of war because, well, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at it. I've done it I before. love war. <laughs> I love war. I love talking about war. I love fighting wars. I love, I love starting wars. I love ending wars. I just love war. <laughs> so, I've also dabbled in fertility. Yeah. I'm pretty good at lovemaking. <laughs> pretty good at the shagging. <laughs> So I can make lots of wars. I'm a bit of a naughty boy when it comes to war. <laughs> bit of the bad boy of war. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, so the gods are, yeah, are these divine beings that people worship. The like the sort of starter races and the creation races that were on the planet would worship these gods, and that's how the gods would get their power. And they came sort of blow to blow and in clash with beings called the primordials. And primordials were very much like gods, apart from the fact that they didn't need worship, which is pretty fucking scary when you think about that. Mm. Their power wasn't dictated by whether or not you thought they were real. Their power was dictated by being. Like they were natural formed parts of the universe that just existed to be. And uh, essentially they fought over control of who should have the world. Um, The main creator god, which was a question Kath asked a few episodes, was called uh, Ao. Ao. (laughs) His name's Ao. Is it? No. Yeah. No, it's not. It is. Ao. Ao. And he's kind of like the creator of the world. So he has slightly happier Eeyore. <laughs> um, and he he basically saw this Dawn War going on. And the Primordials started to lose this Dawn War and were like, you know what? If we can't have this planet, nobody can. So we're just going to destroy the planet. And it was like, all right. Dad stepped in and went, all right, guys, if you can't play nicely, you can't play at all. <laughs> so he sent all the Primordials to a new world called a beer and he left all the gods on a different world called Toril and that's how a beer Toril right split into Toril okay. and a beer and that was the dawn war quite a few years later something called the spell plague happened where all magic for a short amount of time was non-existent just disappeared mm-hmm. and that meant that magical wars and boundaries and all sorts of things just collapsed and beings from a beer spilled out into Toril some of that race being the dragonborn so the Dragonborn were actually originally from a beer, and they were created by <laughs> primordials. I just hear a beer, like a beer. When you say that, Jesus Christ, <laughs> the idea. But um, swimming out of the beer, they they were created by dragons, and in Toril, dragons kind of ruled for a while, and then had this massive civil war, and also had to fight giants and gods. So it kind of dragons were sort of like 
cold a little bit and ancient dragons still exist but most dragons are kind of like hiding because the metallic dragons and the chromatic dragons basically came to odds with one another because they both worshipped different gods the good dragons which were the metallic dragons worshipped Bahamut who is the platinum dragon and then the chromatic dragons the red like blue green black dragons worshipped the dragon goddess Tiamat and she um she was an evil dragon and they they basically had a civil war and now dragons aren't really that they're still powerful but they don't have the same influence they used to they used to rule countries and kingdoms and now they're just sort of like i've got malaya <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing um whereas on a beer there's still those dragon dynasties and these dragons never had a civil war and they created the dragonborn to serve them so dragonborn were created to be slaves and that's where they come from in a beer. They were basically a slave race made to serve dragons. And they were made in their own image to serve them, basically. They tried their hardest to rebel. But every time they would, they would just be crushed underfoot, underfoot, underfoot again and again and again and again. Yep, crushed underfoot. I said it. <laughs> Not standing in between their legs, but under actually crushed. Feet. Well, you wouldn't be able to hide under their feet. <laughs> dragons are very smart. <laughs> Um, but there was a small section of rebellious dragonborn that did manage to survive and create their own city. And forgive me. So how did they go for from the pronunciation one world to another world during the spell plague when all magic was sort of like dampened? During the spell plague. Okay. It was. It's just an event. Right. Basically, all magic, all magic just ceased to exist for a short. And do they time. know that they're in the wrong world or yeah. a different world? Yeah, they they do. This happened like quite a few thousand years ago. So it's a long time ago, really, right. in terms of when D and D starts. Uh, and again, like this is this is just the Forgotten Realms stuff, which is now legacy. I say this at the start of every episode. Everything's kind of changed. All the laws changed. This is just mm. sort of what I could find in canonical official law, and everything that I'll kind of be talking about is the sort of st- starting point for Dragonborn in D and D's universe. But it can be from wherever you want, really. And we'll get into that as we as we go along. Okay. But this city called, uh, and I'm going to really butcher this because it's a fucking weird name. Taimanshbar. Taimanshbar? Taimanshbar. Taimanshbar. So we got Ao and Taimanshbar. Taimanshbar. Um, Actually, no, don't, don't spell it, don't bother. <laughs> but it, it was recalled Taimanthar, which is a lot easier to say. Taimanthar. Yeah, which is a lot easier to say. So on, on Abir, it was called Taimanshbar. <laughs> But so in Toril, they renamed and it. I went to Time yeah, Time Anthar. Anthar. Um. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, they renamed the city Time Anthar, and they and then the Dragonborn kind of went out into the world. Now, um, Dragonborn have dragon ancestry, and what they look like are humanoid dragons that stand on two legs. Uh, they don't have tails um, oh, traditionally. That would be the best part. All right, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, D- there is. To be fair, here's the common confusion. Uh, between a dragonborn and a half dragon what you said about you know oh i'm thinking of it okay so a half dragon is a D thing and it's where a dragon might you know change into a humanoid have a bit of hanky panky with a humanoid <laughs> and then that person will give birth to a half dragon you know what i mean like an elven woman has gives birth and it's it's like a half dragon person they're like oh my god <laughs> what the fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> wait so what the dragon has sex with an elf but as an elf like a dragon can change its form. Oh, can it? Oh, yeah. Right. And then half dragons are born. Um, and half dragons do have tails and they do they do kind of like, they are a bit more like a dragon. Whereas a dragon born isn't actually that connected to a dragon 
and not all like that dragon. So they have something called dragon ancestry. And the easiest way that this is usually described is if you have the ancestry of a red dragon, like a red dragon might have created your clan, you'd have red scales and breathe fire. Nice. Same if you were a gold dragon ancestry, you'd have gold scales and you'd breathe fire. However, one thing that I did find was like in earlier editions is that you didn't actually have to have the same scales. So you could be a black dragon that breathed lightning. Because Dragon Ancestry was a blue dragon, but you have like black scales, which I really like. I kind of like that sort of customization mm-hmm. ability. It's something that's kind of been forgotten in newer editions. It's a bit more like, you no, know, you're a blue dragon ancestry, so you're a blue dragon, which makes sense. Uh, but I thought that was cool. Like you could be a yellow dragon born <laughs> with like acid breath if you wanted to, which I think is quite cool. Um, so their scales didn't necessarily on match. Their toes. Yeah. So the you know the mm-hmm. scales didn't necessarily match their ancestry. Mm. Uh, you could have metallic-looking scales. You could have chromatic-looking scales. And of the recent additions, you can have gem-like scales. Ooh. Yeah, gem gem dragons are my kind of. That's my that's my jam. That's, <laughs> that's my gem. Ah, yeah. oh, very good, very good, very good. Thank you. Thank so, you very much. Uh, Dragonborn came into this world, and that was their creation myth. That's what they believed. Now there are also rumors, and, and because of that, dragons, Dragonborn, don't really worship gods. And they really don't worship Tiamat or Bahamut because they were slaves. Mm. So to worship a dragon god is like, no, we don't care if you're a god or if you think you're good. You're an asshole. Yeah. (laughs) We don't care if you're shiny or you're chromatic. Like, it's, you've literally enslaved us for years. We won't forget that anytime soon. And they kind of have that personality trait of, you know, we can do it ourselves. The dragonborn have kind of been, the traditional dragonborn have been considered of kind of like an honor race. They have like a really high standing of honor. One of the things that like a dragonborn wouldn't do is dishonor someone mm. or take on something that they knew was too great because they would be lying. You know, if like somebody was like bleeding, they were like, kill the person that killed me, avenge me. And the dragonborn thought they couldn't do it. They'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds mate. Because they wouldn't want to risk their honor in lying. Whereas a human might be like, I will do it for you. I'll find every way. A dragonborn would be like, mm, I don't think I could actually do that. So I'm not going to promise that because if I fail, then... But they could say I could, I'll try my best. Yeah, maybe. I'll try. Can't but it's like, like, that's <laughs> like... Speak their truth. Yeah, exactly. That's how ingrained honor is into them. And they won't... They're like... They're not necessarily uh, boastful or brash, but it takes a lot to earn a dragonborn's respect because they spend their entire life doing everything themselves. Culturally, the way that they're raised is... Dragonborn kind of only get together to have a child. They don't really worry that much about families. Right. Uh, clans are kind of their thing. You're part of a clan, so everything is about the clan. It's about helping the clan and putting the clan forward. And you'll meet someone who you think you'll make a good child with, and you both settle down for a bit, have a kid, and they lay eggs, which I think is really funny, because uh, they're Dragonborn. They lay eggs, and um, then one parent will stay whilst the other parent goes. And one parent will raise the child to the best of their ability. And because it's like an honor system, it's it's not like a half-hearted task. Like, you're going to raise this kid and you're going to raise the best kid in the world kind of thing. <laughs> like, you're going to be the best goddamn parent that honor could, you know, justify. Yeah, which again, pretty cool. Pretty cool dad or mum that you're going to get there. What? Do you know what I mean? The, the, it's just known that the other parent will go. That's just common. I don't, I don't think it has to be, but it's just, it's kind of like only one parent is needed. Because Dragonborn age really quickly. <laughs> By the age of five, they're like pretty big. Uh, I'll get I'll get their aging up. They're, it's crazy how quickly they age. By the development of three, they look like a ten-year-old human child. Huh. And when they're when they're fifteen years old, that's when they're considered an adult because they they're literally like imagine being in high school. Do you remember that guy that was just like giant? 
He was just massive and looked like yeah, he looked like a man. Like he had a beard and a hairy back. But you were all fourteen, and you were all, "Ah." (laughs) and he was like, "Hey guys, (laughs) yeah." That's what I drank. And he was usually a really nice guy. Yeah, (laughs) my mum fostered a kid like that. Yeah, it was great. And uh, I was at uni. You basically just had a bodyguard. Yeah, I was like, well, I was like twenty-one, and I came home, and he looked like he could have been my age, and he. Was hadn't even started sixth form, and I was <laughs> really? like, Jesus, he's fifty. He's like six foot three, already grown facial hair. Like, man, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. So yeah, that and and they do tend to be taller than humans as well. They're literally like six foot and above usually. So they're really powerful builds, probably because dragons are powerful builds. And when dragons created this race, they wanted to do so in their image. And that's that's kind of like their natural form and the way that they age is very quick and they get to work on stuff very quickly. Um, they make great adventurers because they're always wanting to be better and better themselves um, for honor and for, for the clan. They're also, I, one of the things that I love the most about Dragonborn is that they're really like prideful. So everything they create has to be like, the coolest can you imagine like the word draconic armor says quite a lot when you think the word (laughs) draconic armor i'm thinking like bodacious scales and like spikes and things like that that yeah like massive (laughs) shoulder pauldrons that like world of warcraft massive that's what dragon draconic dragonborn armor looks like dwarves are like we're going to create the coolest and best thing that we can create and it's going to be sturdy and and like functional and and amazing we want to make sure that we make the best thing dragonborn are like this is going to be so fucking cool you won't even be able to fathom it like you're going to see us coming from a mile away because we have cool helmets (laughs) do you know what i mean and i won't be able to turn it in one direction but that doesn't matter because we look cool (laughs) yeah they're really like they are about they're about image and looking like they they hold themselves well kind of thing it's very much like they need to wear their honor as Mm. well as as well as live it um they and because of that as well they tend to not really go into warlock packs because warlocks get their power from something else uh you don't tend to find that many dragonborn clerics because again that would require worshipping something and asking something for help so something more like a sorcerer who's naturally magically apt you know like has natural magic aptitude and even a draconic bloodline sorcerer who has magic power from their draconic an- uh, ancestry is more common than a cleric or even a um, warlock. Right. So it's very much like standing on your own two feet, fucking do it yourself, <laughs> kind of vibe. However, that being said, there is a group of dragonborn that do worship Bahamut. Because when they got here, they were like, oh, there is a good dragon god. And they went and they worshipped Bahamut, who is a pretty chill god. He's very funny. Uh, he, he, comes to, uh, he comes to the planet in the guise of an old man called Fizban, um, <laughs> who pretends like he's, he's not, he just like helps people. He'd like he'd be like he'd be like oh I hear that Bahamut has the biggest and shiniest treasure. <laughs> I hear that Bahamut's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> and everybody's like, what is this crazy old man? And he'll like you know like you'll be in the middle of a dungeon and Fizban will turn and be like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> and you're like, what are you doing here? And he'll be like, well I was just looking for for, for daisies. <laughs> You weird old man. But it's actually a dragon god. <laughs> he just sounds really wholesome. He is. He's super wholesome. He's also like a young man who's What's a your monk. Name, old man? Yeah. My name's Fizban. I'm Fishban. What's the wandering his... monk? He's giving me Merlin when yeah. he turns into the old guy. Yeah. Vibes. 100%. <laughs> it's just me living my is it, best. Is, is that who where Teb is in the monk story? I hear Bahamut has very nice, very nice polished scales. <laughs> He's the best god I hear. 
this old guy's just obsessed. So these gods can yeah. they, they can just morph into Yeah, they can do pretty much whatever they want. Just whatever they want. Fair enough. The gods. So they can just spread lovely rumors about themselves. So maybe Farmer does. Isn't Exactly, but yeah. So a lot of a lot of Dragonborn do tend to like worship Bahamut as well. Mm-hmm. But especially in Taimantha, that's like, oh yeah, worship whatever you want, but not fucking Bahamut or Tiamat. Get the fuck out of our city. <laughs> they're very much like, do you know what I mean? They're anti-dragon. Mm-hmm. They were literally enslaved by dragons for years. So anybody that was like, oh, but Bahamut's pretty cool. Most of their civilization was like, you, your mates, everyone that you fucking thinks that Bahamut's cool, can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? Where the fuck was Bahamut when we were on a beer? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of thing. Maybe he didn't know you existed. Exactly. And also, how? when did they I find out that he was a chill dragon god? When they got to Toril. And he just greeted them like, hey, I'm the chill dragon god. He's probably like, hey, Here's that Bahamut sp- guy's pretty cool. <laughs> Let me tell you about it. <laughs> like, sure who's this old man? You. <laughs> hey, he probably just, he probably was separated by a magical energy. <laughs> <laughs> how do you know all this old man? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what? No, no. Where are my shadows? <laughs> Uh, where, where am I? Who are you? <laughs> Where's my feet? <laughs> oh, they're underneath this halfling. Uh, <laughs> but um, so yeah, that's kind of like that's that's another sort of sect of Dragonborn that do worship gods. Now, something that also came from them is that they also heard rumors that some Dragonborn were created by Bahama. So even on Toril, it was kind of considered like for followers of Bahama the greatest honor would be to be turned into a dragonborn and like actually you're like a humanoid human dwarf elf that followed bahamut oh he could he could literally turn you into a dragonborn not a half dragon but like a a dragonborn and that was another idea there is also another world where creatures called draconians are and they're like evil dragonborn and they're birthed very much like orcs or Urukai in Lord of the Rings kind of thing. And they're a bit more like for war. I'll get more details on them when we get to the different kind of sub-races of Dragonborn. But yeah, that's kind of like the main history behind Dragonborn and, and what they're like and sort of what they what they do. Do they... I mean, that's a silly question, actually. No, go for it. <laughs> they do, I was going to say, do they, are they, do they try and get back to Abia? But of course they don't. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's something we'll explore when we play D&D. When we play D&D. In 50 like, years time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I didn't realise that they'd written so much backstory. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? I thought it's just kind of like, you make your character and the world just kind of happens to start existing around that, you. That is kind of how D&D works, but what we're doing this for is for people who haven't played before, mm. who might want a little bit of an inkling of what each race does and what each class does. Yeah. And, and I'm hoping that this, for you, is inspiration, so that when you go away and you create your character, for you, the listener... Uh, you're like oh here's some information that i didn't know before um here's some useful tips on how to play this player race and how their personality might be Mm. um again because this is all legacy stuff it can be whatever the fuck you want uh really this is just like a good jumping ground if you're like oh this we are playing in toril so this is how the the you know narrative runs but in different worlds dragonborn could just be like made from dragons kind of thing like in in Toril, Tiamat didn't ever make any dragonborn because whatever she made turned into like a horrible monster version of a dragon. So she made like chimera dragons and shit like that, like <laughs> hydra dragons and stuff like that. <laughs> she's she's an evil fucking archdevil god. So <laughs> she's and a dragon. She's a five headed dragon. Ooh. She's pretty fucking cool. I like that Tiamat. Cool. There's a cool adventure called The Rise of Tiamat. It's very good fun. Uh, play it with your friends. <laughs> so um, yeah, they have like super complex names. 
their names. Now. Yeah. So male names could possibly be like Arjun, which I quite like. That's quite Ooh, cool. Very nice. Arjun. Uh, first take. Gesh. Well. Gesh. Gesh. Uh, Mehen. It's very. It's very almost like it feels very Arabic in the way that they kind of created this. These like names. Uh, Rogar sounds a bit more like Dragonborn Skyrim. Yeah. Rogar. Um, Shendin or, or Torin. So, you know, there, there is, like, a, quite a wide variety. It's draconic as well. So the main language they speak is draconic, which is the language of dragons. So those are the type of names someone. that Dragonborns would be called. Yeah, that'd be male names. Female names would be, like, Bahir, um, Halva, Kava, Corin, uh, Thava, Serena. Serena's, like, a just a nice name, really. And there's uh, someone called Torin. Oh, cool. That's a cool name to He's prefer. He's got the entire Lord of the Rings map. There's a mural on his wall that he painted himself. It's so cool. Does he want to learn about D&D? <laughs> lives in Bristol. So uh, it might be a bit of a trick. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of like first names and second names. Uh, they have childhood names, which is kind of like what they're called as kids, oh, like uh, which are very much like describers of them. So it could be their nickname. Um, climber. Uh, uh, earbender, for one that chats too much. <laughs> uh, leaper. Pious. Shieldbiter. Zealous. Like descriptive yeah. names. Mm. Tooth gnasher, like literally Nash, be anything. Yeah, someone who grinds their teeth. Teeth grinder, strong jaw. Okay, um, and then oh, their clan names. Strong jaw. Yeah, uh, clans again are sort of like family and friends. Not not just you by blood, but the clan that you kind of probably they were probably from serving dragons. They were probably the same group of slaves that served dragons and knew each other, and then they banded together to create Timantha. Um, and then there would have been different clan factions, and they have. Very crazy names, which I'm going to attempt to say now. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. The one suggested, Myaston, uh, Dardendrian, uh, Fen... Oh, fuck. Fenke... Fen Fen Fenken Barbrandon. Bradon. <laughs> I want to read these. They're very, they're I'll, very. I, I like Fenfuck. Fenfuck. Fen <laughs> that wasn't That's an official favorite. one. <laughs> so, what would their like full name be? Is the clan name kind of like their surname? So, yeah, one name would be um, Balasar Delmeriv, uh, or you can call me an Ankle Chopper. <laughs> ankle Chopper. Because when I was a kid, I used to bite people's ankles. Oh. Kind of thing. Um, it's, just, it's just basically chucking a bunch of consonants together. Yeah. Seeing what happens, um, and another another fun thing that I've just remembered about Dragonborn, um, they also like shiny things. Like they really like, you know, I was talking about how they like to like present themselves well. Yeah. They really like to present wealth, not because it's like, um, oh look how wealthy I am, so like how much gold I have. materialistic. Like, oh, no, it's it's more like we really like shiny things, <laughs> like, <laughs> like squirt the squirrel, yeah, thinking up, yeah, squirrel, squirrel. squirrel. And it's like, they're a bit like, they like to wear, and it's not it's not a sign of wealth, it's a sign of like, look at my shiny thing. I like all these shiny things. Yeah, and they wear they wear like jewellery and, and like, some of them have like bed clothes made out of gold. They're just like sleeping in gold and it's stuff like that. You know, like little things that tie them to dragons. And I just think that's really funny. It's like the idea of like a character that's like, you know, he goes to bed and he's, and he's like, all right guys, nobody come into my tent. And then, like one day, you go into the tent and you just see him curled up with a with a gold blanket, and it's just made out of like stitched coins, <laughs> like he's he's like welded coins to each other. So it's like a little blanket, and they're like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh no, my blanket! You've seen my secret. I hold I hold a thousand gold coins with me everywhere I go." <laughs> Because <laughs> it's for my blanket. Someone picks up his backpack. And yeah, like, what the fucking head. Yeah, nothing, like, nothing. Just my blanket. 
And it's like, that's insane, right? Because he doesn't want to sell it. If you disguise gold, put it in a blanket, he's going to fucking think... It's not in a blanket. It's the blanket. Yeah, but even then, you'll be like, it's just a blanket. (laughs) Why does it jingle? (laughs) Jingle, jingle. (laughs) Just Uh, a blanket. Yeah, they're super cool. I love love Dragonborn. They're just the coolest. Um, So yeah, I suppose you probably don't know this. I definitely will. (laughs) Different kinds of dragons. Oh, yeah. Go on. Well, there's blue ones and there's red ones. And... (laughs) Yellow ones. Uh, what nope. Connie said. There's no yellow ones. <laughs> There's one called um, Gareth. <laughs> so, um, dragons, they're different kinds of dragons, and each one has a different kind of breath weapon that is part of their dragon ancestry. And thus the Dragonborn have different breath weapons. So, uh, can, I, can I guess? Okay, a black one, a black dragon, would breathe. You told us this before. I, know, I, I don't just, think I did, actually. No, I think Lightning. he said blue. He said a black dragon with blue. Uh, blue ancestry. So, so it wasn't, you didn't yeah. hear the black one. All right, shall I give you... Right, do you want to... Let's, let's work down. Let's work backwards. I just, you know, right. I like a, a red game. dragon would breathe. Fire. Boom. A white dragon One would breathe. One mil Jordan. Ice. Yeah, cold damage. A blue dragon would breathe. A which dragon? Blue. Oh, you, you said this one. It's not lightning, is it? Yes. Oh, oh shit. Yay. One to oh, Connie. Two, one. <laughs> it's competition You're just now, holding like. up numbers on your <laughs> yeah. hand. You're not doing two High five. High five. High five. Uh, I mean, I d- see, I started with two, and then I went one to you, but then I, I've just put a three on my hand. And then you so just went to five. Than, and then I was like, oh, I give up. I'm going to go five. Great. Okay, here we go. There we go. I've got two in one hand and one in the other. Go. A green dragon. Leaves. Gas. What? Gas. Okay. Acid. No, no, no. Gas oh. like would be poisonous gas. gas. Oh, fuck off. And two a black one. dragon breathes. Poisonous black gas. <laughs> <laughs> You've actually already said it. Acid. Yes, Connie oh, got shit. it. Ay. I can't believe that's it. three two to Connie. But we've got more. Oh, a brass dragon. A brass. Oh. Brass. A brass. Is in like the metal brass. Just the sound a trumpet makes. <laughs> just, yeah, just an out of tune trumpet. This. I feel like this one's a bit of a. All right, let's start with an easier one. What do you think a gold dragon breathes? And it's the same as the chromatics. Oh, the chromatics. Well, that was so like. the chromatics were the blue, the red, oh. the chromatic colours. The metallic one. Oh, fire. Fire. Perfect. That's another point for Connie. What? But we've already had a fire one. Yeah. There can't be two fire dragons. It's There's different three. colours. Oh, fuck off. This is stupid. I know. <laughs> so the silver dragon breathes. Fire. No. Damn it. Ice. Lightning. What? Ice. Ah. Yes. A um, copper dragon. Breathe. Fire. No. Nope. Ice. No. Nope. Acid. Huh? Lightning. You said acid, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Acid. Oh, it's floral. And then finally, oh no, we've got two more. The brass dragon breathes. Lightning. No. Poisonous gas. No. <laughs> is there another one that we don't know about? So there is another dragon. Fire? Yes. Oh, the shit. brass dragon breathes fire. It's the third one that breathes fire. <laughs> it's weird. It makes no sense. It should be acid, but it's not. <laughs> Sorry, it should be poison, but it's not. Um, and then finally... A bronze dragon breathes acid. No fire. No ice. No gas. No. Okay. What about what about? There's literally one left. Lightning. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) Is that five all? That's five all. All right. And then we get to the the crazy ones. Oh, there's more. Now gem dragons. Uh, So there's nothing else. It's not like a they can breathe like a I don't know like a like an elevation. Yeah. Actually, we'll get to that. Oh my god! So um, there's also it. gem dragons. So you got your chromatic dragons, which are kind of birthed and follow Tiamat. They're typically evil. And then you've got your metallic dragons, which uh, were followers of Bahamut, 
and typically good fish brand. Um, but then Tiamat and Bahama are also involved in another creation myth where they're sort of like the idea of like the, the creator of the world was called Ao. Ao. Oh no, it's Io, sorry. Io. So Ao's the one from earlier. Our one. And Io is another version of Ao. But also described as a separate god. It's a bit. It's a bit like mm. you know, because there's so many myths out there. Mm. All of them say the same thing, but none of them say the same thing. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay. And from Io was Tiamat and Bahamut, and then they created the first dragon called Sardor. And Sardor was apparently the coolest. <laughs> uh, he was a ruby red dragon, the first gem dragon, and he was actually killed, and his like being split into many different parts. And they became the gem dragons. And then presumably the gem ja- <laughs> the gem, the gem dragons. dragons created gem dragonborn. Ooh. And there's there's not really much because they're new to D&D and they were part of Fizban's uh, Treasury of Dragons, which was an amazing book. I fucking loved it. It was like the first one I bought. Like I got most books by a gift, but Fizban's Treasury of Dragons, I was like, I need it now. <laughs> I cannot wait for Christmas. I need it now. Give me. <laughs> Come on. Give me my wallet. <laughs> Calm down now, Arnold. Um, so, gem dragons are a bit different, and I feel like this will be a bit too hard. So maybe I should just give you what they do. So you can have different ancestry for a gem dragon. You could be an amethyst dragon, which is force damage. You could be a crystal dragon, which is radiant damage. You could be an emerald dragon, which is psychic damage. You could be a sapphire dragon, which is thunder damage. <laughs> Or you can be a topaz dragon, which is necrotic damage. So yeah, they're like the other dragonborn. Hmm. So what was it? What was it? what was the second one? Crystal radiant damage. No, it was another one. Emerald. Maybe the the shorter way is what? What the hell does they all mean? So force damage. Obviously, psychic. I can get a good yeah, idea. Mental damage. Force damage is like it's it's like the wind. If the wind hit you so hard, that would be just pure force. Ah. kind of thing it's not it's it's like bludgeoning it's like being bludgeoned with something but there's nothing there like the dragonborn okay. shout technically what uh, yeah In like the, the dragonborn shout technically what uh, Cyclops from the X-Men shoots out of his eyes his optic blasts are force damage they're not heat they're force mm. right it's like something somebody punching you with energy it's being hit with kinetic energy okay. essentially um, radiant damage is like holy light <laughs> it's like the holiest of of, of oh. energies burning forth to purify the weak kind of thing okay uh, psychic damage is you know psychic damage is mental damage messing them up in the head yeah uh, thunder damage is like a thunderclap like uh, breaking the sound barrier it's it's a bit like force damage right but it's sound I would argue that you can't really do a th- quiet thundering <laughs> like anybody that's like oh yeah I quietly I quietly thunderclap you I'd be like do you do I you? sneakily thunderclap um, I don't think trying so trying not to draw attention to yourself yeah. you're like I do a teeny weeny boom <laughs> what was that oh I'm uh. frightened pot pan <laughs> <laughs> um, another another reference to the halfling episode uh, I know I just I love that it episode. was just it was fun. fun it was a good episode <laughs> uh, and then necrotic damage is death damage it's like drying out it's it's like literally taking life from you necrotic yeah like necromancy yeah oh i see it's I kind of my head like, i was thinking narcotic yeah <laughs> it, <laughs> kind, it kind of withers you away and and i imagine necrotic damage is like if something inflicts necrotic damage your like cells start to dry up and die and wither and it's not like a clean cut it's like festering oh, i was gonna say like, like voldemort when he just kind of 
mm-hmm. in the films. <laughs> Demented <laughs> kind of style. Yeah, deteriorating. Yeah, very much so. Like if you took enough necrotic damage, you'd probably just disintegrate into nothingness because you'd just turn into ash. Nice. So yeah. That's like the, the snap. Yeah. I don't feel too good, Mr. Star. Stop it. You're already giving me flashbacks. <laughs> so when you were a Dragonborn back in the day, uh, your strength score would increase by two. So because they're naturally built bigger, naturally stronger. And the charisma was plus one because naturally dragons are very charismatic. Ooh. Dragons, just dragons, are very charming. Like, and that's and they're also very intimidating. I and mean, that's all charisma based. So it kind mm. of makes sense, doesn't it? Really, yeah. they're they're you know sneaky dragons, especially one with dragon. the voice of like, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, <clears throat> what does Benedict Cumberbatch sound like in that film? Well, you, I can smell you. <laughs> I can smell you. I just remember that video of him come slithering here, around. <laughs> come, come here, Watson. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, so yeah, they. They age a bit quicker than regular humans, so maybe a dragonborn could be a bit naive because um, they're a bit younger. And do they not... do they live lo- longer, lesser? They live lives? about the same age as as the normal races, I okay. guess, because they're a bit more involved in in the in life and adventuring and, and proving themselves. Um, they would probably die quicker, like on average, just because yeah. they're like, but not because of old age, because no. they probably just no. get killed. Yeah, they can live to probably. I reckon they can live to probably about like 150, like most races in D and D. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is the typical Dragonborn stuff. Uh, when you are like certain dragons, so in in the regular class build, which probably doesn't really get used that any anymore because Treasury of Dragons basically did an overhaul for Dragonborn and just made them better. So the ones before Dragonborn, you literally you had a breath weapon that was if you were a black, blue, brass, bronze, or copper dragon, uh, you'd do a thirty foot line. If you were anything else, you'd do a fifteen foot cone. So you'd be able to get like a wider mm. range, whereas if you had the line, you'd have a longer reach. Um, you were only able to use your breath weapon uh, once a day, basically. Or, but basically, you'd have to have like an hour's rest <laughs> if you wanted to use it again. You have to be like, oh, I need to sit down. <laughs> but it did it did decent damage. Um, it's saving throw, which the other creature needs to make to take half damage, mm. was your constitution modifier plus your proficiency plus your bonus. So it's kind of like your physical hardiness depended on like how easy it was to avoid this and you it progressively got better as you leveled up you you gave you got more damage so like you'd start on 2d6s to damage then you went to 3d6 4d6 and 5d6 was the maximum damage you'd deal with your weapon uh, and you were also resistant to whatever kind of ancestry you were so if you were a red dragon born with a red dragon ancestry you'd be resistant to fire so nice. fire would do half damage to you all the time which is pretty pretty handy okay and then you could read Dr- Draconic, which is pretty useful. But then Fizzban's Treasury of Dragons came out and went, we like Dragonborns and we want to make them better. So we shall. Uh, chromatic Dragonborns, basically you could pick, again, this is like that overhaul where Legacy came in and they just sort of went, you can pick how good your Dragonborn is, whatever it wants to be, um, which is pretty useful. You uh, were a humanoid. Everything was pretty much the same. Black was still acid. Blue, you know, all that's the same. However, your breath weapon damage went up. It was 1d10, which is, you know, more damage than a d6. Well, it's technically less damage than 2d6 is what she started at. Anyway, um, it's a 30-foot line that's 5-foot wide, and that was your, like, breath weapon. So it was 30-foot, and it was the same same saving throw. It was all to do with constitution. However, you could do this as many times as your proficiency bonus was. So at a lower level, you start off with the proficiency bonus as 2, so you could do it twice, and then you had to take a a long rest, which is 8 hours. You had to have a nap because you're tired. Little nappy nap. But then as you level up, your proficiency bonus gets higher. 
So you'd slowly be able to do it three times a day, four times a day, five times a day, which is great. You then, if you're chromatic, you have resistance to the type that you, you know, you have a chromatic ancestry with. Again, if you were a blue dragon, you'd be resistant to lightning. However, at fifth level, you had a new feature, which meant that as an action, you could channel that innate dragon energy within you. And for one minute, you became immune to whatever the damage was. So if you were a a red dragon with fire breath, you would become immune to fire damage. So like you could just walk on lava kind of thing because you'd be immune to it for a minute. Oh, okay. If you were fighting a blue dragon, you'd become immune to lightning damage if you were a blue dragon. If you were fighting like a, I don't know, like a... Could like they an, do that as well? Dragons. Hmm. I think some dragons are just immune to whatever they... What does that mean? So if you, were, if you had lightning skills as a dragonborn yeah. and you were fighting a dragon yeah. with lightning... Yeah, but you wouldn't use that. You'd stab it with your sword. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I was just imagining like the both of you just chucking lightning at each other and it'd be like, this is taking quite a while. <laughs> it's taking at least a minute. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that's chromatic dragonborn. Um, then there was gem dragons, which we went through, you know, with the different types of force, radiant damage and all that jazz. This isn't a line. This was a 15 foot cone. Mm-hmm. Uh, same principle as the recharge and how much damage it goes up by d10 uh the same with having the resistance to whatever it is so if you were an emerald dragon you'd be resistant to psychic damage which is great if you came across like mind flayers and stuff like that very useful uh oh yes you are also from stranger things (laughs) (laughs) uh you also have an ability called psionic mind which means that you can send telepathic messages to any creature within 30 feet of you. So gem dragonborns are innately psychic, which is very cool. That's quite cool. You don't need to be able to understand the same language. It just needs to be able to understand one language to comprehend it. Sweet. So essentially you're like... So you can read everyone's minds? No, you can talk to people. Right. So you can send messages. You can be like, go over there, do this. Hey, my name's Dave. (laughs) Kind of thing. And it'd be like, oh... Dave. <laughs> Long time to see. Yeah, exactly. Um, starting at fifth level, for a minute, gem dragon born can create spectral gem wings and fly. Could you repeat that? That sounds hella sweet. It's called gem flight. At fifth level, as a bonus action, so it's even quicker to do, <laughs> you can manifest spectral wings on your body. These wings last for a minute. For the duration, you gain a flying speed, so you can fly. Essentially, gem dragon born can be like, I will send messages to you telepathically. Now, excuse me while I fly away. <laughs> they're pretty fucking cool. Right, okay. Yeah. So they have lots of scope for fun things. And they're a bit different because they have different damage types as well. Like, right. uh, chromatic and metallic are literally like fire, cold, acid. And then gem dragon mods are like thunder, <laughs> psychic, radiant, ne- ne- you know, necrotic. It's pretty, like, it's a bit different. It's cool. So they could fly ahead, see what's up. Yeah. And send a message back through the mind. Well, 30 foot, yeah, 30 foot away. Oh, so it's got to be 30 yeah. foot. See, they can't get that far. No. Uh, metallic dragons um, are a cone as well. And you also have resistance. So if you were a silver dragon, you'd be resistant to cold damage. Um, now, at fifth level, they can do cool stuff with their breath weapon. So instead of just dealing damage, what you could do is incapacitate a creature until the start of your next turn, which is very, very useful. You basically just like take them out of the fight for six seconds, which is pretty fucking ruthless. Repulsion breath. So you can turn your, basically whenever whenever you're doing it, instead of doing the damage, you do this. So you can just push a creature 20 foot away from you and knock it to the floor prone. So it's really good for sort of like controlling combat. Right. If you're fighting a, you know one creature and, and it's really hard to hit, you just knock it prone and everybody's got advantage on it. If it's 
really strong so you're not going to knock it prone anytime soon but it looks a bit sickly or you just incapacitate it because you kind of gas it out it's it's pretty good basically you force a creature to either make a con or a strength saving throw and you give everybody else advantage (laughs) and this is if you are which type of dragon metallic metallic this is the new metallic dragonborns right they're pretty fucking cool um a lot of different dragons connie aren't there (laughs) lots of different dragons. oh yeah and then there's the uh dragon blood which are the sort of evil dragonborns that I was telling you that have tails and stuff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Gotta give them a tail. <laughs> they, That's they, how you know they're evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they had um, an increase in intelligence instead of strength. So they're more intelligent and their charisma is increased by one as well. So they're also still charming. They have dark vision. So other dragonborn can't see in the dark, but these dragons can. So they have 60 foot of dark vision that they can see. Um, and it's just black and white. And then they have something called Forceful Presence, which is similar to what dragons do have, which is you can make an intimidation or persuasion check with advantage using this trait. Um, so basically, whilst you're playing the game, you could be like, I really want to scare someone, or I really want to persuade someone, because I'm from a draconic bloodline. And then you're like, boom, <laughs> I do it. <laughs> I have a better chance of doing it. Okay. And then finally, there's the Ravenite Dragonborns. Oh, that's a cool name. Yeah, I think these are from the same universe. These Ravenites don't have tails, but are a bit more like chunky, whereas the other Ravenites were like skinny with tails. And they were slaves to the Drake and Drakenblood Dragonborns. And these ones were like, these ones escaped and became Ravenite Dragonborn. Uh, their strength increases by two, their constitution, constitution increases by one. So they're not as charming, but they're a bit more hardy. They also have Dark Vision. They also have something called Vengeful Assault. Basically, when something hits you, you can use your reaction to hit them back. <laughs> uh, no, fuck you. Yeah, it's a bit like, fuck me? No, fuck you! <laughs> kind of so it's, yeah, it's, it's basically like a combat, a combat dragon ball. But that wouldn't be part of your role? Uh, it'd be part of your turn. Right. So what, what's the difference between that and just deciding to hit someone? So on your turn, you have, this is, action, this is for the action economy episode. <laughs> okay. But basically, on your turn, you can do things. Uh, one of those things is a reaction to things. So you can only do a reaction when something happens. And this this is an option that as a reaction, if something hits you, you can punch it back. Okay. Basically. But as your like action, you could punch it anyway. <laughs> so it's like punch, punch, and then it punches you and you go, no, and you punch it back. <laughs> it's good fun. Right. It's a lot of punchy, 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 punch, 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 punch. But yeah, that's like a pretty much, that's pretty much Dragonborn, guys. Nice. They're cool. I fucking the reason I love Dragonborn so much is because I love dragons, <laughs> and dragon law has so much law embedded into it. And mm-hmm. then you actually get to play something like quite close to it, but also so different, like so completely and utterly different. Because you're not really a dragon, but yeah, they're just heavily inspired by dragons, aren't they? Essentially, the dragon slaves. And so, basically, if you were a dragonborn, you you would be. What would a dragonborn look like? Or could it look like anything? Can you can you have half an orc and half a dragonborn? So or is a dragonborn very much a dragon? Yeah, dragonborn is a dragonborn. It's it's from its, its own race. Yeah, it's not a half dragon. So half dragons are like the result of a dragon mating with something that's not a dragon. Right. So you can have like dragon chimeras and stuff, things like that. Cool. Okay. Yeah, weird creatures that are like half dragon, half not kind of thing because dragons can some dragons can polymorph or choose to polymorph a lot of dragons are too arrogant they're like why would i ever want to be something else i'm a fucking you have dragon. That one dragon god that's like well i'm just going to be a little old man yeah bahamut's great isn't it <laughs> apparently uh he floats around the the i think it's 
I can't remember if it's 10 levels of hell or nine. No, sorry, not hell. Um, <laughs> I think it's like 10 layers of uh, Mount Celestia, which is this like beautiful heavenly place. And he just floats around on a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> like That's where his layer is. It's just on a cloud. That sounds quite nice. <laughs> that's pretty cool, doesn't it? <laughs> I'd love to be able to sit on a cloud. Fizzban's like treasury of dragons is one of the funniest things in the world like just as you're reading it it's just like little comments about like i think he says something like uh, he says something about that ruby dragon sado and he's like he had the best sense of humor <laughs> out of all my children <laughs> he had the best sense of humor. he was the funniest yeah it's literally something like that i miss him his jokes were spectacular <laughs> it's like that's all he has to say about sado is that he had a great sense of humor i just think that's wonderful sado sado or maybe sado i don't know it was the ruby dragon <laughs> right created by tiamat and bahamut before they fell out the ruby dragon yeah that's that's a bit of dragon law for you to be fair i, I should have been telling you dragonborn law but that's a bit of dragon law i just want to read all the law now yeah who cares about the game just read the law that's what i'm doing for you <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever played a dragonborn in a campaign yeah like i said it's one of my favorite player races it's yeah i played what, what were they played a red i played an amethyst which is force damage it's a purple one. Purple. Oh, um, the Amethyst one was a Drake Warden Ranger, uh, which basically have like little pet dragons. It's pretty <laughs> cool. I'm a dragonborn with a pet dragon. That was all Fizzban's treasury. Nice. I was like, I'm fucking doing this. And I had all the dragon <laughs> stuff. He was basically like, he thought, because he was born from a dragon that created him. Mm. So he thought that that dragon was his dad, but he was also his god. And he was like, well, like he, his flaw was that he didn't take other gods seriously because he's like, well, I've seen my god. Like, have you ever seen your god? And he was Scottish. Aye. <laughs> his name was Rodarian Ragarthathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathathath
there was like a part of me that enjoys like oh an orc is naturally stronger and more constitution so like oh suddenly i'm a wizard with a decent strength and heartiness do you know what i mean i'm also smart <laughs> it's kind of well, nice yeah it's yeah. like creating the framework like yeah. creating the box to then be creative yeah. in it, it was good it was Rather good than just having no boundaries yeah you. yeah exactly but it's it's super fun and dra- again dragonborns are like my favorite just because they'd like dragons and i like dragons <laughs> i like dragons they're fun yeah it's basically it that's 100 percent it and and when dream dragonborns came out i was just like this is so fucking cool <laughs> so fucking cool. i don't fucking they can fly i can fly now <laughs> i don't need things i can just fly can anything else fly yeah aracocra eagle people are these Bird races person. that we need to get to? Yeah, we're going to get to them. Birdman. <laughs> but do you guys feel like you learned something today? Mm. No. No. Great. Can we play D&D now, Niall? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next time for you uh, doing some more character player races. Sorry, Jordan. God damn it. <laughs> so much to remember. You don't have to remember it. You can just listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for listening. I've been Niall. I've been Jordan. I've been Connie. And we've been trying to do 101. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, brilliant. Thanks for listening to the show if you enjoyed please leave a review it really helps big thank you to our editor jack sinclair if you'd like to check out any cool merchandise head to littlelionslayer.co.uk where julia our resident smithy has all our products up for sale our next episode will be released on the 10th of october until then brave adventurers